Hello everyone, Coach Joe here and welcome to the Magellan Network Podcast, where you'll learn the rules and tools for success in the financial services industry to become a better business owner, entrepreneur, and professional. If you like this podcast and want to subscribe, search the Magellan Network Podcast with Coach Joe on SoundCloud or iTunes. With that said, let's get into it. Hi, it's your Coach Joe Lucas, and welcome to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. Hey, I uh, hope uh, August is off to a great start for you. Uh, you know, with everything going on, uh, remember, make sure you get some downtime, uh, some renewal time, even if it's a bit of a staycation-type environment. All of us need to step away from the game uh, to recharge the batteries from time to time, so we want to make sure that we uh, we do that, and August is a great month for that. Many of my clients actually have a little bit of a sabbatical uh, where they really won't do reviews. Uh, of course, we'll see prospects. Uh, we may work on some projects, but it's it's pretty much a downshift, uh, and and really just kind of you know what I call um, priming the meeting pump uh, for September, October, November. But that is not the topic of today's episode. Today's episode is everybody's favorite topic: failure. So let me explain why uh, advisors need to embrace failure. Because what I have found in my career is that most advisors, um, they go out of their way not to experience failure slash pain, right? The problem is it will hold you back from taking action, right? And, and let's talk about this, how, how, it, you know, how it starts. Now, we as human beings have this, uh, it's, it's kind of hardwired, right? Uh, you know, fight or flight, right? And so failure is, is flight. And what you want to, so what we try to do is basically avoid situations where we could feel pain, where we could uh, fail, right? And uh, that's our initial response. And so how it manifests in our game, and I want you to think about it from, I don't care, your first day in this, in this business to, uh, to actually right now. And think about following up on prospects, uh, following up on recommendations to clients, uh, reaching out to centers of influence, right? I mean, all those are steeped in failure. There's always a, at some level, probably a higher probability of failure than success. And what, think about it, what strategies do you deploy, deploy to, to, you know, get away from that, right? Um, you know, you'll find reasons why not to make a phone call, right? You'll get busy doing other things. Oh, I forgot. I'll do it tomorrow. And, and all those really are, are conscious and subconscious strategies that, that you deploy to protect yourself, period. So let me ask you a question. This is a question I ask a lot of my coaching clients. I go, well, tell me about the results in your business and your personal life in, in actually all areas. If, if you can never worry about failure again, if failure really became, you know, for the most part, again, there, there are things we don't want to feel, right? Like, you know, we don't want to fail so much. We're going to lose our home or put our families on the street or something like that. But in our, in our game, um, we're really talking more about getting what I call emotionally wounded. You know, our, e our ego gets dinged, right? Uh, somebody says no, or let me think about it. That's probably not going to put you on the street. At least I hope not. Um, but it hurts, right? And so we don't like that. So failure is part of the recipe of success. And this is what a lot of advisors don't get. Um, when, when we talk about it, it makes total sense. But the problem is we don't talk about it enough. And uh, what I've always found is the way this game is played, uh, I don't care if you're for, if it's the first year in your, in your game or you're a 35-year uh, veteran, right, or grizzled veteran, as some, some people like to say, right? Uh, basically, you know, it's the same, it, which is you got to fail your way to your goals, period. 
I don't care, and I can take any KPI, any OKR that you want to discuss uh, from, okay, referral conversations, uh, you know, how often do you fail? Nine, 90% of the time, right? Uh, even if you get a referral from somebody, are you successful 100% of the time? No, you're not. You may be 70, 80% successful, right? Um, there's, you know, if you think about it, uh, newsletters, right? So let's say you do a, a, an e-newsletter. What percentage of them get opened? What percentage of them get clicked? You fail predominantly most of the time there, right? Your social media, does every person who sees every post that you've ever put like it? No, you fail probably 99.5% of the time there in getting a result. So when you start looking at it from that perspective, uh, the, question, the question then becomes, well, how does one uh, understand failure consciously? Again, most human beings operate in a subconscious pattern, uh, and it's like oh, just like an auto-response, right? Period. So I think number one is, is have a conversation with yourself every day about failing. Uh, I do that. I, I talk to my clients about that as part of our conversations, which is, look, man, we got to fail every day. So if we're going to have three to five introductory conversations, right, we're going to remind clients we're open for business, uh, are we going to get a, a name every time? No. In fact, we're probably going to go days without one. And, uh, you know, my experiences are uh, if you ask 10 clients to keep you in mind or if you know someone, uh, you know, not, at least minimum nine of them are not going to have anybody for you and uh, probably more like nine and a half. However, if you did that every week, you know, think about this. If you did 10 to 15 introductory conversations a week and sourced one name every week. Now, you would fail 95% of the time, but you source a name. And then I said to you, well, if you source one name a week for the year, let's keep math simple here, 50 names, right? Half of which will not be qualified um, economically, right? Not going to have minimums, do it yourself or has a, has a great relationship with an advisor is not willing to have a conversation about. So let's say half of them are just off the board, right? So that's going to leave me 25, okay, 25. So I failed 95% of the time. Now I'm going to fail 50% of the time. Half of them not going to be qualified. Now I'm left with 25. And if I said to you, uh, I'm going to put 25 uh, people in the room who are your target market. Uh, they come, you come endorsed from someone they trust. Uh, they have a need. They're economically and emotionally qualified. So and what I'm really saying is just don't screw this up, right? And I said, what would your success rate be in, in establishing a new relationship with those 25? Nobody's going to say under 80%. In fact, maybe you say 90, 95, 100%, right? And so let's just keep the math simple and say you're successful 20 out of 25 times. That's 20 new relationships every year. For most of you, if I said that I'm going to bring you 20, you know, again, remember, qualified, profitable, right? We just went all through that. 20 new relationships every year. All I need from you, and here's, here's my deal. Pay me $100,000 a year, I'll get you 20 people to say yes to you every year. 5,000 a name. Again, many of you would jump at that in a heartbeat. But the reality is your own math is so much more powerful. But look at where we started. Those 20 names started with what? Right? 50 names. And those 50 names started with what? How many conversations a week? You know, 30, 15, 12? failing 99, 90 to 95% of the time, right? Think about that. So if you failed every day in your referral strategy, 
you say, look, I'm going to every morning you get up and say to yourself, hey, you know what? I'm going to fail today and I'm going to fail by um, I'm going to I'm going to make sure that I remind three clients or five clients today, three to five. That's kind of our, our game inside of Magellan Network uh, that, hey, we're going to go do that and uh, we're going to go uh, fail three to five times a day. And that's our goal. Fail, fail, fail. Right. Guess what? You're going to be wildly successful. Now, let's take that game on another side. And uh, most of you would love to have uh, great relationships with other professionals, uh, COIs, centers of influence, right? CPAs, attorneys, business coaches, executive coaches, life coaches. That's there's a whole episode on that. We're not going to dive into that here, but let's play the game. So if I said to you that probably to to establish a relationship with a COI, my experience is it's still a numbers game and it's a repeatable numbers game. So let's just say, hey, every day. Uh, we're going to have two, we're going to reach out to two COIs every day. That's just part of our game, right? Two. We'll do electronically, email, LinkedIn, whatever. And all we're going to do is look for a conversation, you know, introductory conversation. Hey, we share some clients together, so on and so forth. And let's say you do that 10 times a week, two times a day, right? Uh, you're going to fail probably 80, 90% of the time, right? Even just getting a conversation. But inside of those, you're going to establish 50 initial conversations with centers of influence. 90% of them will not go anywhere. They'll just die on the vine, not a good fit. They're just being courteous, whatever. But out of the 50, there are, there are let's say, four or five of them who there's something there. You know, we, we can maybe see establishing some sort of relationship. What did we just do? We failed our way there. Ten times a week, right? We're going to fail 80, 90% of the time. Then inside of those conversations, right, we're going to fail 90% of the time. That's going to leave us with our four or five, right? But most human beings worry about the fail part. And let's talk about what this really is. And, I, and I'm using these examples because I think everybody relates to this, right? If you think about it, what you really are looking to avoid is the no. Or it's not even a no. It's ghosting, right? They just don't answer your back, right? Or let me think about it. Or I don't know anybody right now, right? Or whatever. And, and like we think, man, that's like devastating. That's not, that's not close. You want emotional pain? There are plenty of people experience that every day. And this is not even, this is not even the same universe, right? This is just about you and your ego, period, right? Now, why is that the case? Because you've not really indoctrinated yourself. You've not gone ahead and toughened up mentally and emotionally to go play this game. And, and, and what's interesting in my observations is that, when I have a client who I get them over this this hump, right, I, and that's why I call it a hump, um, it transforms their business because instead of waking up in the morning trying not to fail, we go into the game looking to fail because we know inside of those failures there are going to be those successes. And you just have to make the stakes high enough. And here's what I mean by that. Um, I sometimes do this, and some of you may take uh, issue with this. Some of you may be offended by this, and um, that's okay. Uh, I'm going to tell my story anyway. So one of the things uh, that human beings do when they evaluate whether to do something or not do something is consequences, right? So what's the consequence for taking action? What's the consequence for not taking action, right? So do or do, do or don't, right? And uh, what I've always found, and I'm sure you have experiences in your own life where the stakes were high enough, uh, maybe there was something physically, health-wise, economically, where, you know, you just have to kind of Screw it and go make things happen, right? You had to just ignore the failure, the pain, the uncomfortableness, whatever it was, right? Maybe it was because you wanted to run a marathon. 
whatever it was, right? And you and you push through it. Why? Because in your mind you made the stakes high enough. In other words, it was going it was going to be more painful not to go for it than to go for it, right? So here's the example that I use. When I've got somebody who's what I call in a bad loop, okay? Uh, bad loop is when they're just their their internal dialogue is just not where it needs to be, and now I'm having a conversation with them, and it's not where it needs to be, and they're just you know I don't say whiny, something not the best word, but I'll just use that because that's what's in my brain right now. And, you know I can't, you know I got no momentum, you know I can't, my pipeline looks like crap. Da 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 da. And meanwhile, they got a couple hundred households, right? Uh, and I'm sitting there going, you know, if you got a couple hundred households, you should never have a pipeline problem, right? You're just not, you're not effective in in dealing with it. And I, and I said to him, I said, okay, so let me ask you a question. Um, we need to drive revenue. So how do we want to do it? Well, you know, let's just kind of take you out of the equation. If you were giving another advisor advice, what would you tell them? And the person inevitably goes, well, you know, I'd probably go ahead and, and uh, ask for referrals. It's okay. It makes sense to me. I like that. All right. What else would you do? Um, you know, I want to make sure I have all their business. So I probably want to do like a net worth statement, a balance sheet, something like that, just to kind of, uh, or an asset map, just see where the, you know, where the, where the money is, find some opportunities there. Yeah. You probably would some 401k money, early distributions. I'm sure there's some things there. Okay. What else would you do? And, and then he goes, you know, I probably, I would probably want to reach out to their CPAs and attorneys and introduce myself and just kind of, you know, see if there's anything I can do or let them know I'm a resource. I'm like, okay. I'm like, that's cool. Let's do that. I said, what else would you do? And then he starts, and then they start thinking about, well, you know, I, you know, I, I visited with these people, you know, several years ago. I got some, I had some referrals. The timing wasn't right. I said, I wonder, I could reach out to those people. So yeah, you could. Okay, all right, cool. What else? And then he goes, well, you know, I, I've got all these people on LinkedIn, right? I can just kind of start look to engage them in conversation. You know, I said, yeah, you could do that too. Okay, all right, I'm with you on that. Um, all right. And I said, okay, so I'm, I'm on board. Now here's my question: You came up with these for yourself. How come you're not doing them? How come you're not doing, how come you, everything you just laid out there, how come you're not doing that? How come you're not playing that game every day? Know what the answer is? There is no answer. There's silence, right? There's, a, uh, you know, one of those kind of trying to formulate a, because I also got rational, right? And, and I said, here's the problem. I said, the stakes aren't high enough for you. You have a little money in the bank. You're not, you know, everybody, you know, we call it the comfort zone, right? There's a comfort zone balance. Right. So in your bank account, your operating account, whatever it happens to be, if there's more if there's more than X in that account, you're good. Falls below X, you're not good. Very simple. We all have a number. Right. And that number tends to rise in our careers. Now. When I'm when I'm sitting there, so here comes the part that some of you may not like. So I sit there, look, the problem you have is this is not a must for you. The stakes are high enough. So let me ask you a question. If, let me say I made you a proposal. Here's my proposal. I need you in the next 30 days to get 10 new clients and 3 million new dollars, right? New, new AUM, right? I need you in the next 30 days. And if you don't do it, I'm going to come, I'm going to come I'm gonna fly to your state or drive and I'm going to murder your family in front of you and you're going to watch. What are the odds of you accomplishing that goal in the next 30 days? Every person I've ever had that conversation with in 20 plus years has said, I'd get it done. It's okay. And they said they did it. They wouldn't get it done. That means they don't like their family. But that's a whole nother conversation, right? We didn't, we've never had one of those yet. So the point I'm making is that you just have to make it more important. See, right now, your, 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 your issue of being uncomfortable, being rejected, failing, 
is what's holding, you know, the, this, I'm worried about skinning my knees, right? So therefore, I won't learn how to ride the bike, right? Uh, I'm worried about getting wet, so I'm not going to learn how to swim, right? I'm worried about a little rejection of failure, so therefore, I won't be super successful. And I'll live in lack. I'll live in scarcity. I'll live in survival mode because of a little ego drive here. And then, and, and it's funny, man, a lot of people make this stuff. Um, well, you know, Joe, and I'm just talking about introductions. Well, Joe, real professionals don't ask for referrals and introductions. That's a bunch of BS. You know, the people that tell you that are telling you that because that's what you want to hear, right? Oh, it's legit, Joe. I went to the seminar and this dude said, da, 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 da. I said, I said, look, man, good for him or her. That's not the way my game gets played. And I've got clients that drive 50, 60, 70 names a year. That's their biz dev, period. That optimization, some COI game, we're not out there networking, pounding the pavement, doing seminars, like, you know, just throwing all the social media stuff against the wall and clogging everything up and under some false busyness. You know, we're playing a real game. And that's what you've got to decide for yourself. So, you see, failure is a beautiful thing in our game because it's not like we're jumping out of airplanes. And if we fail at that, like the parachute fails, well, that's a finite situation, right? You're pancaked. There's no coming back from that typically. Here, you get to do it all over again the next day. If you have an absolute crap day, like you, like you, like you're beat like a, like a puppy, right? And that's, I know it's a bad metaphor. Everybody said no to you. You got rejected. It was just shit, shit, crap, crap day. You have another day to do it all over again. Another day to reestablish. It's like it's like a sports team. Hey, we got blown out this game. We got blown out today. We we got our asses handed to us. Okay. Next game's tomorrow. Clean, clean sheet of paper to go after something. I hope this makes sense. You know, my work in advisors, I do, you know, look, there's pr plenty of practice management people and, and some of them are really, really great. There's marketing coaches. Some of them are really, really great. You know, I know many of them. I refer many of them to my clients, even the practice management people. But this is, this is my sweet spot. See, you can go and stroke all the checks you want, right? I'm going to go get the marketing system, right? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go hire, I'm going to get a practice management person in. They're going to they're gonna do my CRM, my segmentation, cross the check, right? But if you're waking up every day and you're not playing your game as leader, as CEO, as professional, because you're afraid of failure, those things will kind of help things a little bit. It's like putting a fresh cone of paint on an outside of the building while the boards are rotting. Yeah, it kind of looks good. It was pretty simple, but that's not the work. You know what the work is? You got to pull those boards off. You got to make sure nothing else is rotted inside. You got to put new boards back up, right? Then you can put the paint on them, and then it's going to look magnificent. Stop painting over your rotting boards. Replace them. That is my message for today. And if any of this made sense to you, come check me out 14 days inside of Magellan Network, MagellanNetwork.net. 14-day uh, trial where I will bring this game to you each and every morning. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching this episode of the Magellan Network Show. So there you have it. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, I would like a 14-day free trial 
to the Magellan Network to get better at business development, practice management, personal development, and overall create the ideal vision for yourself and your business, please visit MagellanNetwork.net. That's MagellanNetwork.net and claim your 14-day free trial. As always, I'm here to help you become a better business owner, entrepreneur, and professional. And with that, I'll catch you next time on the Magellan Network Podcast with me, your host, Coach Joe. Take care.